The message you're about to listen to is by Reverend Dr. Femi Olaleye of Oikea Christian Centre. Remain blessed as you listen. So you see, there are different levels in the gift of prophecy. And um, the use of revelation gift is usually dependent on the maturity of the prophet. So there are times when a prophet sees something but does not necessarily have to say everything that he sees. Praise God. Do you understand? The purpose of prophecy or the gift of the Spirit is for edification, not humiliation. I mean, if you understand what I've said, did you understand what I said? Church, talk to me now. I said, do you understand what I said? The purpose of the gift of prophecy, the gift of the Spirit, is edification and not what? And not what? Humiliation. So it's to build people up, not to tear them down. Hallelujah. Alright, what have we been looking at? Everyone shout the rains. I don't know the rest of the song. I'm not very good in Yoruba. La 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 Shuba Ojo La Tara Each other is wondering what's going on. Praise God. Maybe one of these days by. <laughs> so turn your Bibles with me. Hmm. Glory to God. God has set you up that you are in this service today. Look at him and say you have been set up. Hallelujah. The rains. Last week we looked at Joel chapter 2. Glory to God. I hear a cry of a. Let's confirm. That baby is. I'm hearing the. Amen. No weapon fashioned. Glory to God. That's our baby. We are the Kushapa. Joel 2. Are you ready? Hmm. Verse 23. Everybody we want to go, he says what? Be glad then, ye children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he had given you what? The former rain what? Moderately. And it will cause to come down for you. The rain. The former rain and the latter rain were in the first month. And the floor shall be full of what? Wheat. And the fat shall overflow with wine and oil. And I will, ever say I will, Restore to you the years that the locusts had eaten, the cankerworm and the caterpillar, and the palmer one, my great army which I send among you. And you shall eat in plenty, and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God, uh, that hath dwelt wondrously with you, and my people shall never be what? Ashamed. So we can see even there, as before we even go on, that one of the operations, one of the things the Spirit of God would do is that He will lead the believer, or lead the children of God into what? Self-sufficiency. 
You understand? That you would, your, your business would prosper. Your career will prosper. Hallelujah. Alright, now let's continue. Because you see, lack is not of God though. Amen? Amen? Lack is not of God though. Uh-huh. So, he says, and you shall know that, listen, he says, and you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. And that I am the Lord, your God, and none else. And my people shall never be ashamed. 28, everybody want to go, it says what? And it shall come to pass afterward that I will what? Oh, so what is going on? He showed us the natural rain. Then he used the natural rain as a what? A metaphor to speak of what? The pouring out of his spirit. He says, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon what? All flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall what? Prophesy. Your old men shall what? Dream dreams. Your young men shall what? See visions. Ah. Ah. I will pour out my spirit on our flesh. He says, your young men shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. And your young men shall what? See visions. So that means the pouring out of a spirit is going to have clear cut signs, manifestations. Then we look at Acts of Apostles chapter 2 where this was fulfilled. Acts 2. Title of my message is Reign of the Spirit 2 or Ask Ye for the Reign. Acts 2. It says, When the day of Pentecost was fully come, and they were all with one accord in one place. Everybody read verse 2. It says, What? Loud, everybody wants to go. It says, What? And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. Verse 3, it says what? And there appeared unto them cloven tongues, last of fire, and it sat upon what? Each of them. Verse 4. And they were all what? They were all what? They were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to what? Speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them what? Now, in verse 14. It says, but Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you and akin to my words, for these are not drunk as ye suppose, seeing his body taught out of the day. He says, but this is that which was spoken by what? The prophet Joel. He's quoting Joel 2.28. He says, and it shall come to pass in the last day, said God, I will pour out of what? My spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your what? Daughters shall what? Prophesy, and your young men shall what? See visions, and your old men shall see dream what? Dreams. So we see that tongues, prophecy, visions, and all of those operations of the Spirit are actually what? Evidence of the reign of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. We said last week that in the New Testament, all right, the reign of God's spirit flows from believers. Why? Because believers have now been made the what? The temple of the living God. Glory to God. We have been made what? The temple of the living God. Look at St. John. Turn to St. John's Gospel, chapter 7. Water in scripture, especially when it is used in the New Testament, speaks of the operation of the spirit. It speaks of the operations of the spirit. So you look at St. John's Gospel, chapter number 7. John 7. Chiales. 
It says, in the day, the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, if any man what? Test, let him come unto me. Are you there? He said, he that believeth on me, as the what? Scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow what? Rivers of living water. So, he now says in 39, but this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should what? Receive. So, the rivers of living water spake of what? The Spirit. Glory to God. Spake of the Spirit. That they which believe on him should receive. He says, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that what? Jesus was not yet what? Glorified. So, the glorification of Jesus was going to result in the giving of the Spirit or the pouring out of the rain, which Jesus calls, which he calls, he says, out of his belly shall flow what? Rivers of living waters. Which means, if there is a famine around you, that means there has been no rain for a long time around you. No rain in your business, no rain in any area of your life. What should you do? What should you do? You release the rains. Glory to God. Where is the rain coming from? Where is the living water coming from? From you. Say this with me. I house the living water. I house the rivers. Louder, I house the living waters. I house the river. Again, I house living waters. I house the river. Yes. One day the Lord showed me a vision. And he showed me a vision. And I saw a man. His mouth was opened wide. Then out of his mouth was coming out water. So basically what, what happened was the man had in his hand like this. Like uh, the earth. Then he had a seed inside it. So what the Lord was me and the Lord were talking about, we're talking about prayer and all, all of that. So I now saw that this man opened his mouth like this, and water was coming out of his mouth into the seeds and the earth that was in his hand. Are you following what I'm talking about? So it's a vision, you know. So it's metaphorical. So as the water came out of his mouth and entered into the ground, the seed began to germinate. Are you seeing? It began to germinate. It began to germinate. Then it grew and became a mighty tree. Then the Lord said to me, he said, he said, every single thing the believer needs to cause all things around him to grow and flourish is in his mouth. He said, as he opens out his mouth in utterance, Hallelujah. As he opens out his mouth in utterance, speaking words that line up with the word, and speaking words by the inspiration of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Nothing around him goes down. Glory to God. Acts 1.8. He says, but ye shall receive what? Power. After that the word, Holy Ghost is what? Come upon you. So that means you are the residence of the power. Because you have the Holy Spirit. You are the residence of the power because you have the Holy Spirit. So, the falling of the rains, the flooding of the, your grounds, the watering of your crops is dependent on you. Say out loud, it's dependent on me. Louder, it's dependent on me. It's 
I was talking to my wife. We were talking and going to work today's sermon. Then she said to me, oh, we're going to look at it from scripture. She said, honey, how do we know the clouds have been full? Let me show you something quick, quick. We will preach, then we will pray. Then I want to minister by prophecy. You understand? Amen. Mm-hmm. Hi. Praise the Lord. Ah, amen. Praise God. Sir, are you the man I spoke to on the phone? You? Yeah, the only one. Oh, expecting someone coming from some distance. Okay, where did I say Shopan? Did I say Shopan everywhere? Huh? Huh? Uh, I've not mentioned any this. Okay, let's look at it. Look at Zarakaria chapter 10. Every manifestation we see in the Acts of Apostles, right, in the Gospels, was unlocked by prayer. Prayer. You will now understand today that the effects and all of the results and manifestations we see in Acts of Apostles actually were built in by the prayer life of Jesus Christ. You will see the connection today. Hallelujah. So you will find out that there is no manifestation of a spirit that is permitted to occur on the earth without a praying man or woman. Praise the Lord. Turn to Zechariah chapter 10. Zechariah chapter 10 and verse 1. What does he say? He said, Ask ye. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Now, notice what he says. He says, Ask ye the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain. I thought that if it was the latter rain, if it was a season of the latter rain, then the rain should automatically fall. Amen. Because if it is time for rain, rain should fall without us asking for it. But he said, ask ye of the Lord rain. In the time of the latter rain, so the Lord shall make bright clouds and give them showers of rain to everyone grasping on the hill. Remember last week we said that Acts 2 was when the former rain and the latter rain of the Spirit fell. Amen. In one day. Is that correct? Is that correct? Now, Zechariah says that ask ye. Ask ye. It means that there will be a place, praise God, in the Gospels, where we find that Jesus asked. Glory to God. Glory to God. That Jesus asked. Now look at this. Look at the prayer life of Jesus. St. Luke's Gospel chapter 6 verse 12. St. Luke 6 and verse 12. It says there, And it came to pass in those days that he went into a mountain to pray. See that? And he did what? Continued what? All night. In prayer to God. All night. He continued all night in prayer to God. So you see consistency in prayer. Perseverance in prayer with Jesus. What was he praying about? 
Now let me first of all let you know that when the Bible talks about all night, it most likely is talking 12 hours, from like 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., according to the Jewish you know, time watch. Now, if you now go to St. John's Gospel chapter 14, verse 16, you will find that one of the major things Jesus prayed about when he usually prayed all night in his ministry on earth was that he prayed for the rains. Verse 16, he says, And I will pray the Father. I see the Lord rain in the time of the battery. Is that correct? Is that correct? Remember, one. Now look at Jesus. He says in John 14, 16. He says, And I will pray the Father. Amen. And he shall give you what? Another comforter. That he may what? Abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because he seeth him not, neither what? Knoweth him. But ye what? Know him. For he dwelleth with you, and shall be what? In you. Look at St. John's Gospel chapter 17. Jesus is actually praying here. In 14, we just saw that he is telling them, I will pray. I will ask for the rains to come. All right, showing you that is how what he actually used to pray for. But look at what he says here. In John 17, 18, Jesus is praying. He says, For I have given unto them the words which thou gavest me, and they have received them, and have known surely that I came out from thee, and they have believed that thou didst sent me. He says, I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me, for they are thine, and all mine are thine, and thine are mine, and I am glorified in them. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world. And I come to thee, Holy Father. Keep through thy own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be, that they may be what? One. As we are what? Are one. And while I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Those thou gavest me, I have kept. And none of them is lost, but the son of perdition that the scripture might be fulfilled. And now come I to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them thy word, and the word had hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I pray not that thou shouldest take them out of the world, but thou shouldest keep them from evil. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. As thou hast sent me into the world, even so have I what? Sent them into the world. And for their sake I sanctify myself, that they also might be what? Sanctified through the truth. 20. Neither pray I for this alone, but for them also. Hallelujah. Come on, say that's us. Alright? He says, Neither pray I for this alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word, that they may be all one, as thou, Father, are in me, and I were in thee, and they also may be what? One in us, that the word may be. Look at verse 22. And the glory which thou what? Gavest me. I have what? Given them, that they may be what? One, even as what? We are what? One. 23. I in them, and thou in me, that they may be made perfect in one. And the world may know that thou hast sent me, and thou hast loved them, as thou hast loved me. So he's talking about his prayer was for oneness. How did that prayer come into fulfillment? First Corinthians chapter 6. And verse 14, he's talking about, you know, he says, And God hath raised up the Lord, and we also raise up us by his own power. 15, 
Know you not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of an Lord? God forbid. 16. What? Know ye not that he which is what? Joined to an Lord is what? One body. For two seed he shall be one flesh. Verse 17. But he that is what? Joined unto the Lord is what? One spirit. So that means in our joining to the Lord, we were made one with the Father. We were made one with the Son. And we were made what? One with the Holy Ghost. How were we joined to the Lord? We were joined to the Lord when we received what? The Spirit. So Jesus prayed for us. For the reins of the Spirit to come to us. Ask ye for the reins. 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 Now let me show you something very, very important that I want you to see. And it is that there is the place of persistent praying. Now, we have received the Spirit. The Holy Ghost lives on our inside. But you see, the rivers are in you. They are not around you. That river is not in your surrounding. It is not in your business. It is not in your marriage. It is not in your finances. It is in you. Glory to God. If you are going to see the effect of the rivers of living water in everything else, all right, that concerns you, you need to what? Release the waters into those things. How many of you are getting what I'm saying here? I said, how many of you are getting what I'm saying here? You need to, you understand? You need to make it rain on those things. Listen to me. Whatever the river of the spirit touches, it, if it is dead, it comes alive. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If it was dying, it will begin to live. If it was dwindling, it will begin to multiply. Let me show you something. Turn your Bible to Isaiah 32. Let me show you something. Just in person, then we'll come back. Isaiah 32 verse 14. Ha! Listen to me. My name is Femi Olale. I don't deceive myself. If I had not seen the results or the signs that the rain is falling and the place is flooded, I know that I have to give myself more to praying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I have to give myself to more praying. Glory to God. If I find myself that everything looks tight and hot and inconvenient, I know that the rain is not falling. Amen. Praise God. How many of you have entered into a place where the AC is on and the place is hot? It means the AC is not what? It's not working. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Yes. You don't deceive yourself. When you notice those things, you say, ah, no, we have to pray. Glory to God. There are times where you get signs from the natural that we need to pray. That something is wrong. Something is wrong. We need to pray. We need to pray. A man or woman that is not able to at least even get a signal to spend extra time praying from what is going on around, that person is spiritually dead. Like you are gone. That is why you should not going to be using, some people will be using scripture to explain rubbish. You understand? You understand? Things are not moving. You are saying, you know, um, there are many sufferings, very, you know, the righteous man has several tribulations. That not, not this one. Not being able to parent is not tribulation. It's suffering. Amen. And it's not suffering for the gospel. Something is wrong. Don't normalize adversity. 
that the devil is bringing to you. Don't normalize it. Don't explain it away. Whenever there are challenges like that, use this as an opportunity to seek God and to release the power of God that is in you in an extra special way. Are you following what I'm saying here? Glory to God. Now look at Isaiah 32. It says, verse 14, it says, Because the palaces shall be forsaken, the multitude of the city shall be left, the force and tower shall be for dens forever, a joy of wide asses, a pasture of flocks. 15. Everybody want to go? It says what? Until the Spirit be poured upon us. From where? On an eye. And the wilderness be what? A fruit. It was a wilderness. The wilderness, there's a metaphor for the people. Until the wilderness, and the wilderness be a what? A fruitful field. And the fruitful field be counted for what? A forest. How is it going to happen? He says, when the spirit is what? Called out. Glory to God. For example, I have come to Lekin now to start the church. Alright? What do we need to do? Amen? Because by the grace of God, before the end of the year, this place will not be able to contain us. I didn't hear your Amen. amen. We'll be able to contain us. Do you know why? I'm telling you. Because every day we are releasing the rain. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are speaking in tongues, praying, person, and we will not stop. Glory to God. Look at them and say, and we will not stop. You're going to get to a point when we have services that people that have, you know, what's funny spirits and stuff, they will enter here and they won't be able to stay. Not the people, the spirits will not be able to stay. Because here, in the realm of the Spirit, the place will be flooded. Holy Ghost will be everywhere. You see, the Holy Ghost that is in you, it needs to be everywhere. And there is a protocol for releasing Him from you. It is like a bottle of perfume. How many of you have perfume at home? How many of you have perfume at home? Good. How many of you have actually entered into your room and you can perceive the aroma or the smell of your perfume that is closed in the bottle? How many of you can smell it? You have not sprayed it, but it's just in your body. Can you smell it? No. But if you take or took the perfume and you started what? Spraying. Spraying. That perfume that was inside, that when you entered, it was present there. But we have not sprayed the room. Glory to God. Then you know you can spray it small. Then you can spray it so much that if somebody else entered the room, they, they, they can't see because... The, you know, the particles of the perfumes everywhere. That is what prayer actually does to you and your environment. You pray to a level where, as you, you pray to a level where the glory of God that is inside you, hallelujah, is released into the atmosphere. Is released into your surroundings. People come into your space and say, something is here that is not where I'm coming from. The glory of God, the presence of God becomes a tangible substance in your surroundings when you learn and you apply the principle and the attitude of prayer. Hallelujah. Ask you for the rains. Now let me show you something that happens. And many people don't realize this. When a believer gives themselves to prayer, there is something that happens to you as you pray. The Bible actually shows us something, um, an example of this for us to see. If you turn your Bible to Luke chapter 9, the book of Luke, chapter 9. Somebody comes to church, the person, 
is addicted to cocaine, addicted to I know there's different names they call it now. I see there's one they say spiff, a big spiff or spaff or rough or riff rough or roughing, chemical, whatever it is. If that person comes to a place where rain is, the rain of the spirit is falling. Listen, let me tell you what happened. As soon as that person enters that service, glory to God. Amen. Because the place is flooded with the spirit. Whatever devil that is working in that person's life will be will feel uncomfortable and begin to leave. You will find that all of a sudden that person will be overcome with the presence of God. You just find that after the service, the person will see that same thing and not want to touch it. Praise God. Because the level, glory to God, of the spirit's manifestation in that place was so overwhelming that it could not return to the flesh. There's something about an encounter with the Spirit of God that makes it impossible for you to desire the things of the flesh anymore. You just find out that they will use, they will, they will, they will, they will bring the things of the flesh to you and it will not appeal to you. Because see, the presence of the Spirit of God, the glory of God is more addictive than cocaine. Hallelujah. It's addictive. Once you've tasted it, you want to taste it again. Once you've experienced it, you want to experience it again. I've seen the Lord a couple of times, and I want to see him again. Hallelujah. When he appears to me and gives me instructions, I always want to carry out the instructions because I don't want him to appear to me again and we'll be discussing the instruction I've not carried out. Many people talk about how much they love the Lord. And I like it. It's nice. It's good. But you see, I fear him more than I love him. <laughs> Amen. I fear him. There is fear and afraid. Right? I fear him. Ha. If you see Jesus, you will fear. Not the negative fear. You have reverential fear. There's just something about Jesus that causes everything that is misaligned in your life to align. He sets your priorities straight just by you seeing him. Glory to God. Glory to God. So when I talk about when I tell Jesus is real, yes, I'm not just saying because I've read him in the book. I've met him. Glory to God. I have met him. I know. Him. If I see him on the road, I recognize him. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. So I love him, but I fear him more. Because I'm not going to give account of my work. Glory to God. And I want to make sure I, win, I, 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 I have reward. Amen. Amen. Now, look at St. Luke's gospel. What happens when you pray? You find out that there's an operation of the Spirit. There's something happening. As you're praying, and as you're praying, glory to God, you're releasing the rains. Glory to God. It's like pumping water. How many of you have water in your, you have well and you have a pumping machine at home? How many of you have something like that? Or you have ever had? I don't know, you lucky people, they may have all this service stuff. All right, but how many of you know what I'm talking about? So you remember when you get around, you pump on the pumping machine, then they are pumping the water. All right? Then how many of you, you pump until the tank is full? Then the water now begins to overflow. Right? Now, when the tank is full, sometimes you can go without water for three days, even if there's no light. Is that correct? Is that correct? Ah, but you determined how full the tank was. 
by an, a pumping action you did. Is that correct? Now, if you don't pump the tank or uh, you know, put on the pumping machine till it is full, you are going to deal with the effects of that decision. Is that correct? So, there was always water in the well. But the water in the tank that was available was a function of what you pumped. Are you seeing this? This is the Christian life. The degree of God's power you have available to you is the degree of that which you have made available. Turn to... Oh, which one should I do first? Okay, let us look at St. Luke, then we we'll go to James. Look at St. Luke, chapter 9. Mount of Transfiguration. I want you to see something. Um, the Lord graciously allowed the eyes of his disciples to be opened so that they would see what happened when you prayed. Luke 9.28, um, in Matthew 17, Matthew 17 mentions the transfiguration, but Matthew 17 does not mention something very key about the transfiguration, something very important about the transfiguration. All right, that's why I, don't, I didn't quote Matthew 17, because in Matthew 17, he just mentions, and after Spatula Day, they went, and they were on the mount, and Jesus was changed. But it, didn't, it left out a very important activity that Jesus was doing that resulted in the transfiguration. Praise God. Praise God. Or should I, let me even carry. Let me show you what I'm saying. Okay, look at Matthew 17 first, so you see what, what, what I mean. Matthew 17. And verse 1. Look what it says here. It says, And after six days, Jesus taketh Peter, James, and John his brother, and bringing them up on to, into an high mountain apart. Verse 2. He says what? And was what? Transfigured before them. And his face did shine as what? The sun. And his raiment was white as what? The light. And behold, there appeared unto them Moses and Elias talking with them. So in this in this um, account, he says that he was transfigured spontaneously. And his face did shine as the sun, and his raiment was as white as light. But if you go to St. Luke's Gospel, you have more details. In Luke 9, hallelujah, and verse 28, <laughs> he says, And it came to pass about, and eight days after these things, he took Peter and John and James and went up into a mountain to pray. 29. Everybody would want to go. He says what? And as he prayed. Say that again, everybody. And as he... So that means he prayed. It's a continuous action. So as he prayed, the fashion of his what? Countenance was altered and his raiment was white and what glistering so that means when you pray a transformation is happening when you pray the divinity you carry on your inside is influencing your humanity hallelujah amen just influence my watch to get disconnected from me. Hallelujah. Alright? The divinity influences the humanity. As you are praying, as you are praying, you find out the flesh is giving way. As you are praying, your eyes are getting open. As you are praying, your ears are opening. You are hearing to the realm of the spirit. As you are praying. Glory to God. 
as you are praying, there is a change. You are going mando grodos fra legratize korabakanda ligada. You are you know notice on one thing that you need to notice. The Bible said that he went into a mountain to pray. What does a mountain mean? A solitary place without distractions. No distraction. Nobody to take his mind off the activity of what of praying. As he prayed, as he prayed, there are many believers that see the miraculous. Oh Lord, I want it, but they don't want to pray. They want to lay hands on the sick and have the sick recover, but they don't want to pray. He says, as he prayed. So just as Jesus prayed, as you pray, a transformation is happening. Listen to me. When you go into your room to pray, you are being cooked by God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You are being cooked by God. And listen, you must get that attitude of allowing God cook you until you are done. Oh, glory to God. How many of you have eaten and enjoyed rice that is half done? How many? Listen to me. When you find that when you stand before people and you are ministering to them and you find that you are not able to deliver spiritual value as you should, what is going on is that what you are trying to serve, amen, has not been cooked to the point where it is ready to be served. Training in ministry is that process where we cook you. The potential, there is jollof rice in that unprocessed rice. That bag of rice has jollof rice inside, correct? That it can become jollof rice. It can become coconut rice. It can become fried rice. It can become any kind of rice. Is that correct? But you see, until it is cooked, until we garnish some things inside, the finished product is not enjoyable. So it's when you, you see, that's when you're spending time in prayer. That's why you do not joke with prayer. As you are praying, God is cooking you. He wants to cook you till you are done. He wants to cook you. Prayer is that means of transfiguration where your outer man takes on the inner man. The outer man expresses the inner man. So when you shake men, you are, this body, this flesh, is not the one that they contact. When you are prayed up, when you shake men, you, you shake them in the Holy Ghost. When you say good morning, it's Holy Ghost good morning you give them. Praise God. Hallelujah. Holy Ghost good morning you give them. You say bless you. They are really blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you spend time, let God cook you. Let him cook you. Don't run away from the cooking process. It's a daily cooking daily time spent in prayer daily time spent in the world i'm not talking of prayer give me give me give me give me that's good but i'm talking of prayer i want to spend time with you when you spend time with god for a long a, a enough period you will find that all those addictions fall off if you used to steal where there are some folks that will come to the church and they are only come and be stealing phones you understand when you have someone like that that person doesn't spend time with god doesn't spend time with God. Doesn't. Hallelujah. Doesn't. Doesn't spend time with God. When you spend time with Him, 
all of those rubbish will fall off. You will be transfigured. Hallelujah. Transfigured. Then you also begin to find out that if there is anything going on in your external circumstance, you will now begin to see changes there. Turn to James. Let me show you something. James. Ah, hallelujah. James, are you ready? Not James, I mean the book. James chapter 5. Now look at what this is. Listen. And verse 16. Everybody read. One, two, go. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that he may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man does what? Availeth much. 17 says what? Elias was a man subject to like passion as we are. And he prayed what? Endlessly. That he might not what? Rain. And it rained not on the earth by the space of what? Three years. And what? Six months. 18. And he prayed again. And the heaven what? Gave rain. And the earth brought forth what? So that means whether rain felt was determined by the actions of what? Of Elijah. Now he says... The, in 16, it says the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availed much. Now remember, we've said that in the believer is the river of living water. Is that correct? Is that correct? Now, he now says the effectual heartfelt prayer of a righteous man availed much. Now, how many of you have any, does anybody have the amplified version of the Bible here on their phone or anything? Anyone have the amplified version? Alright, okay, open that same place in the amplified and let us look at what it says. You will now see a secret. That secret is persistent, continuous, stubborn praying. What did I say? Persistent, continuous. So I was, I was, uh, I saw there's this uh, man of God. Uh, I saw him on Facebook, and the guy said that he spent about four to six hours. Praying daily for seven years without ministering. Four to six hours daily praying in the spirit for seven years without ministering. After that seven years was complete, he broke into the prophetic and healing ministry. Healing. He would just be praying for them, people would be getting healed. Glory to God. What many of us want to do is we want to just pray one hour and go on. No, there is a build up to it. Listen, do you know how rains fall on the earth? How does it, how does it fall? You have the sun, right? So the sun, the heat of the sun comes on the sea, the ocean. Then that heat, as it heats the ocean, over time, the vapor from the ocean rises up where? And goes into where? The cloud. Is that correct? So it gets to the cloud. Then after a, a time when all of the clouds reaches a saturation point, it is at that point the clouds do what? Empty the rain on the earth. So in Ecclesiastes 11, it says, if the clouds be filled with what? 
rain, they do what? They empty themselves what? On the earth. Glory to God. So many times, away from prying eyes, you should spend time, hallelujah, in the place where no one is seeing you. Glory to God. Loading of your clouds. Loading of your clouds. You spend time praying. That daily, consistent, persistent time you spend with God would result with a manifestation in the public. Look, any man who God speaks loudly for in public is a man that speaks loudly to God in private. You will not manifest in public greater than your consecration in private. The greater the consecration in terms of prayer, glory to God, in the words, all right, the greater the freedom of manifestation you are going to have in public. You are having issues with addictions, it's because you are not spending enough time in prayer. Listen, look, addictions to whatever, sex, pornography, drugs, all of that, cannot stand the word and prayer. It will not stand it. Now, I'm not talking about prayer to say, you know, I'm not talking about prayer where the, the subject matter is addiction. You know, I, I remember people that are addicted, usually the time when they want to pray, it's about that addiction. No, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about prayer where you are just spending time with God. Not making the addiction the issue. There are some people, in the moment, they, maybe they watch porn or they commit fornication, they now go and do emergency prayer session. You know, emergency prayer session. All of a sudden, they open their Bible. <laughs> Let me read it. Why? Do you know why? Because they have been feeling condemned, uh, condemned because of what they just did. So they don't quickly, you know, forget the condemnation. You understand? So they read, 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 read. Oh, they are trying to ragagababa the feeling of condemnation away. It will serve anything. What you are doing is training yourself to ragagaga after you sin. What I'm telling you is this. Have a culture of spending time with him. Spend time praying in the spirit. As you are praying in the spirit, what is happening? Your inner man is getting stronger and stronger. Your outer fleshly man is getting weaker and weaker and weaker and weaker. You will now find out that when you talk to a man, you are talking power. Ah, guys, say, yeah, 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 yeah. Even in the world of business, this thing. I mean, I mean, I mean the world of business. And world of finance. My place of work, they always say, Look, you have any issues? Okay, let me talk to the person. Hallelujah. Even my former place of work. They thought I was persuasive. The only cause was my persuasion. I said, I'm done talking with you, you agree. Glory to God. Why? Because there is a convincing power. Ah, don't joke with the Holy Ghost. Though. Listen to me and listen to me very well. Look, in the world, when you see a lot of people succeeding and all, listen. Not everybody, but many, especially in this Africa, there is somebody backing them up. Hallelujah. Because the thing that everybody is chasing is not enough. There can be only one CEO of Total. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So you have to ensure you're not going there empty-handed. You must be loaded with God's power. Glory to God. You talk in tongues. You make sure that when you arrive, you arrive with your reign. You arrive with the presence of God. Hallelujah. 
You arrive that way so that when you are talking, the power of God on your inside is suppressing whatever is, that person is bringing. You bring it down. Glory to God. You are in a market, you are selling, you, are, you have a shop, you are selling there. So, you know, the times when I'll go to the market and I'll be seeing some of the charms they put. How many of you have seen charms they put in the market, especially all these markets where they sell tomatoes and stuff? You see charms everywhere. Alright? Put all stuff there, all sorts. Someone will say, ah, put this one, it'll help you sell better. Put that one, you understand? And you, you are there. You know, you are just putting, you didn't put anything. Holy Ghost, you didn't put. You understand? This is how you didn't put. They will run you out of town. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. They will run you out of town. You have to put Holy Ghost there too. How do you put Holy Ghost? One man of God was telling a story. He said that a particular gentleman, one of our evil brothers, great guy, all right, he had gone and taken a loan and purchased some goods from outside of the country. All right? Taking a loan, brought goods from outside of the country, the containers arrived, then he got all of the goods out and put it in his shop. Hallelujah. Amen. But here's the funny thing. Before he ordered for those goods, there were customers that said, we want it. Go, bring it, import it. He brought it in, had imported it, nobody was buying it. Glory to God. Nobody was buying, nothing was moving. Ah, like, what's going on? And I came to meet a man of God and said, ah, okay, this thing is not moving, no. please help me pray. And the man started praying. And as he prayed, he saw that there was someone who was like a close friend of his who knew what he had stopped. Praise God. But he had another technology he was using. And was stopping the sale of his of his friend's goods because he was importing the same thing. So he wanted his own to move when it arrived. Are you following? Yeah. So he told the man, he said, This is what you are going to do. He said, Go and lock yourself inside that shop and spend three hours for three days speaking in tongues. The goods will move. Praise God. And the man learned, went there, locked the shop, and began to speak in other tongues. Three hours every day. One, the one, the two, the three. The thing broke and the things moved. Sometimes the challenge you are having is not all this, um, the economy or this thing. They say, no, is that rain is not falling on your business. You are in a spiritual famine, and it's because you have not yet, you have not prayed. Now you are going to come here. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to pray for you. But you see, Christianity is not about you coming to a pastor to help you all the time. No, you need to know what to do when crisis hits. You need to know for yourself. Are you following what I'm saying? Come on now. Are you following what I'm saying? Yeah. Christianity is do it yourself. DIY. You slept. You had a bad dream. You are calling prophet. You something happened. You are calling pastor. Hey, hey, hey. I saw cockroach in my house like one time. <laughs> my neighbors, they came out. I was trying to reverse, drive out. So I needed to come and move their car. So when they, they came, the daughter of the neighbor. She ran downstairs. Ran downstairs. I said, what happened? She said, Uncle Pemi. I said, what happened? There's a bat in our house. I said, well, eh? a bat? Yes, there's a bat. This is the second time we have seen it. You know, I don't want to go back inside. There's a bat. There's a bat. Hey, hey, hey. So maybe she was talking because she knew I was a pastor. For me to come down and come having that chase bat. said, you know, your pastor should have taught you what to do. Praise God. I said, no, I don't think it's a bat. You know, your window is open. You are upstairs, praise the Lord, blah, 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 blah. A bat has flown into my house before, and I killed it. Hallelujah. With broom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I killed it. Glory to God. There was no special prayer. 
you understand? Because if it's a witch, it's an unfortunate incident that you came. That means you are, you are not praying very well as a witch because you entered my own room. Glory to God. I locked the door and I killed it. If a bed, maybe some, I don't care what, I will kill it. Then go after and we, I killed it and I burnt it because of refuse disposal challenges. Praise God. Glory to God. Yeah, I can't be afraid of witch or wizard. Glory to God. Can't do me anything. And neither should it do you anything. But it's not empty mouth and boasting that I'm using, no. Glory to God. If you go and boast empty with logic, they will finish you. I'm boasting in the Holy Ghost, too. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes. Yes. You release the rings. Every morning you wake up. Man, talk around the legata. You say, Pastor, must it be in tongues? Ah, brother, it should be in tongues, oh. Do you know why? It's easier for you. All those 1,000 prayer points, is it not hard? My father, my father, every something is hard now. I'm telling you a mechanism. Hallelujah. Where as you close your eyes and begin to talk in tongues, you begin to travel. Oh, glory to God. You begin to, ah, so you are praying in tongues. Holy Ghost will not, you are not just praying about the issues. Holy Ghost will now begin to take you to locations in the spirit. This is where this one issue is coming from. You will not take you on that location. This is where this place is coming from. The talent. You not take you. So you not begin to. You see, praying in the Holy Ghost is not just offering prayer to God. It is a transportation system. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the what fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with you. One of the that word fellowship in the Greek is koinonia. One of the meanings of koinonia is transportation. Transportation. Everybody say transportation. Transportation. You just close your eyes and you are praying. Now, talk around my Holy Ghost has taken you there. One day, a man called me. I don't know where I is in the meeting because he told me what was going to come. Called him, mentioned, told me this, 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 this. So I said, let us pray. So as I said, let's pray. And I began to talk in tongues. Holy Ghost carried me to Delta. I was just speaking to him. I just entered Delta State. Ah, I was like, what am I doing in Delta State? And I asked the guy, I said, bros, how far now? Are you from Delta? What's going on? What's your connection with Delta? I said, ah, no, that's where my ex-wife went to after we broke up. Hallelujah. You understand? And I was in Delta. And I could see that there was something, they were firing stuff from this Delta against this man. Glory to God. That's transportation of the Spirit. Holy Ghost will take you there. You see, with the Holy Ghost, there are no walls. There are no limitations. Glory to God. With the Holy Ghost, there is no limit to what your eyes can see. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? No limits. A short guy, a tall guy, no difference. Does he have the Spirit? No limits. So you now find that prayer is not an important exercise. Because praying time is seeing time. Praying time is release of power time. Praying time is raining time. You release the rains when you pray. You release the rains into your future. Glory to God. It is via prayer you are able to go into the past. And know what happened in the past that is affecting the present. Glory to God. It is via prayer you are able to go into the future. Prayer. 
Is that a prayer you will see someone making a mistake and you want them now? And I say, if you don't make adjustment, this is where you end up because you have seen it. Prayer. So prayer is not just this hobby we do. No, it is a system. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is an activity that transfigures us. It is an activity that transforms us. It is an activity that floods the earth with the Spirit of God. So whatever we want to see manifested in the earth, we release in prayer. 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 <laughs> and you do it in the Spirit. In the Spirit. Glory to God. In the what? In the Spirit. I've not seen a demon that can stand a man that talks in tongues. Oh, Bida. Translation. They know born and where. They know, eh? They know born in Papa where. Demons. Someone that's no, they're talking. They know born in Papa. They don't born in Mama. They don't born in Uncle where. It's Auntie where. They don't born and where. Demon. China. Because see, all this, you know, Africa has a lot of technology. You know, technology that does not make anybody anywhere. No progress, but you want to destroy people's life. You understand what I'm talking about? That's what we know in this part of the world. But we thank God for Jesus Christ. I said we thank God for Jesus Christ. Loud, I said, I said we thank God for Jesus Christ. If you're a man of prayer, a man of prayer, if you're not a man of prayer, you're not loaded with power of God. One small girl, 13 years old, can finish you. There's one like one teacher like that was locking people in class. Thought every student was a student. You understand? <laughs> so you employ people in class. So this is like a kid. You, you know, so this and he's looking as though I'm sharing Hollywood story. But this is a, I'm not. It's for you, though. Ah, we've seen as a pastor, you see things. That's one of the how would I put it? The side effects of the job. Praise God. You cast out there on someone. The person will be talking as though the person has a like the sound of many waters. You know when somebody's talking and it's the voice of many water. Ooh, ah, 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 this small body. Ah, ah, ah. If it was someone that was six foot, I would understand. But one small person be talking with this. Ah, sure, only you. Yeah, and in the name of Jesus, you 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 you, you eviscerate whatever nonsense is doing sci-fi movie with the person's life. Praise God. Yeah. So listen, you have to have that lifestyle of prayer. Anything that attacks your prayer altar is attacking your life. Amen? Anything attacking your prayer altar is attacking what? You must always have fire on your altar. There must be fire there. It must be burning. Glory to God. You must be burning. Every morning, you must light it up. You must burn. Every night, you must light it up. You must burn. If you have something for any oppression to the devil, understand that that is a famine. You need to release the spirit. Now, if you are here and you don't speak in tongues, we can sort you out now. Glory to God. You know, what is activation? If you are born again, you already have the spirit in you. If you are born again, the gifts of the Holy Ghost are already in you. But you see, how many of you enter into your car? Glory to God. And when you enter into your car, you can just drive it. Amen. You know, you cannot just drive it. You have to do what? You need to what? Put it on. You have to turn on the word ignition. So usually when we have believers that are not seeing visions, they don't hear from God, they don't speak in tongues, it doesn't mean they don't have the spirit if they believe the gospel. They do. What they need is for us to what? Activate them. We need to do what? 
turn them on. We need to, you know, turn the switch. And once that happens, they begin to flow. Alright? That, that process in the Bible is called laying on of hands. Glory to God. Acts 19. After Paul laid his hands, they got filled with the Spirit and began to speak in other tongues. After Ananias laid hands on Paul, the Spirit of God came upon him. After hands were laid in Acts 8, when Peter and John laid hands on the Samarians, they got filled with the Spirit. So, by the principle of laying on of hands, there is an activation. Glory to God. And you now begin to flow in those things. And when you start speaking in tongues, oh God, when you start speaking in tongues, you now begin to, you even sense it that power is leaving your body. You understand? You're pumping power out. Glory to God. You have a proposal, you, 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 you submitted a bid for a business. Glory to God. Before you submit it, wait. You know, what do we call early rain is? Early rain is to prepare the planting. Abby, you spend time speaking in tongues. You cause the early rain to flow for first. Then you go and you submit the what? The proposal. After you submit the proposal, what will you do? You give it later rain. Hallelujah. You understand? You're speaking in tongues. You understand? That's why you're going to be watching March. Ah! Hallelujah. One day, I was thinking of something. I was trying to plan a program. Then I was thinking, ah, Lord, don't let us plan it when there is premiership match. You understand? You know what the Lord said to me? He said, anyone that because of football doesn't come for a meeting is not hungry for me. Leave them alone. Oh, he told me, say, I'm hungry. He said, those ones are not the ones we need at that meeting. Hallelujah. Praise God. He said, the one who is hungry, football, Listen, if you are dying of cancer, is it football you'll be watching? Is it football you watch? Football. Or the landlord is on your case. Is it football you'll be watching? No. You'll be looking for a way out. Praise God. Or you have been looking for a job for five years. Then somebody who could give you a job say, Come and meet me at the time of a match. Will it even be will you be tempted that there's one? No. It means that all those things, eh, you are not serious yet. When they are an issue. Glory to God. If you are quiet, you know, you never hung. When you are hung, amen. When you are hungry, ah, it will affect you. So I think one of the greatest prayers we should pray is, Lord, make me hungry. Lift up your hands and say, make me hungry. Help me to be more desirous. Lord, I say, help me to be more desirous. Help me to be more desirous. And I want to write up and say this as God before we pray. My prayer for you is this, that you don't take battles you should have settled and won in the early period of your life into the what? Into the what? Evening of your life. That you don't fight at 85 what you should have defeated at 85. Hallelujah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. That you don't fight the battles late. There are some battles you will fight. That's for your children. You say, my children, they are not experiencing this one. This thing, I'm going to defeat it here. It stops here. Glory to God. I'm going to use the power of God to kill this thing. This thing is here to die. Praise God. It's dying here. 
this man, popular actor, is a believer. That guy is a warrior in the spirit. I know him to an extent. Richard Buffet Damager. You know RMD? Ah. Obama. <laughs> if you hear him talking tongues, he say, ah, RMD. He <laughs> waits. Adversity. So his parents died 57, 58. None of them reached 60. So as he began to get to that age, he became that, ah, this is the place they died. So he began to be wary that he doesn't want to die at that same period. So he did something natural, but the man began to fire prayer. Began to pray. I will not die. You understand? I'm going to break this thing. Break it. So he got to 55. Every year. 56. 57. 58. 59. 60. So when God says, he say, I've broken it. There are battles you will fight. But you need to learn how to fight. You need to learn how to fight in prayer. There are certain businesses. In your family, nobody's business goes down. If, you are, if they are in ministry, everything they do, they will be hindered, they will be restricted. Nothing grows. You say, this one is stopping with me. My own is different. Look at them and say, my own case is different. Loud, I say, my case is different. Yeah. And usually, what happen, what's happening is there is famine in that family. The reign of the spirit is not falling there. So what you will do is this. See, this is something. I'm going to spend time and focus on this thing. This grows. It grows. Hallelujah. It grows in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You spend time praying. You spend time praying. You spend time praying. And that rain begins to fall. It begins to fall. It begins to fall. And you now begin to see that certain manifestations now begins to enter your life. You will not see it anywhere else. Oh, then all of a sudden, other people in your family begin to experience it because you have broken through. You have broken forth. You now begin to teach them how to do it in prayer. You now begin to get them filled with the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Are you ready to pray? Are you ready to pray? Rise up on your feet. Hallelujah. All right. Everybody just begin to talk in other tongues. Let's just pace around for like 10 minutes to speak in other tongues. Albert, please, on the keyboard. Oh, come on, talk in other tongues. Just talk in other tongues. If you don't talk in tongues, we're going to say in the name of the Lord Jesus, I take authority. I recover all. I have lost in the name of the Lord Jesus. Don't be distracted. Open your mouth and pray. Just talking tongues, everybody. Repeto gobrodon sabra andala baba baba saya ramani sokroto la kriete leko sabra darama sobro dogoboria reme koto kobobobobobobia baba sunda la bahaya so we're going to take a couple of prayer points in a moment using our authority manda la baron sra ataka babara non sabra ataka baba haya remon fratis sabra andala makobro dogobori ma sobra da kababa haya 
Rekete fe endeke bakaba ronda la haya Ramanta kababa baba haya Remakata kababa kusura ande la bahura hasata Mongra anta la breke sokrotonda la gada haya Ramama kotonde le bakura basakata la baba koto la baba bahaya Oh, Robada Basafra Akta Lahaya. Rekalabakoto Robokotara Mamasanda Ramamara Masata. Rimakataka Babaro Sabrataka Barama Sombro Dogobori Basanda. Eke de Leboromo Sobrataka Laba Sombro Dogoboria. Ramamakataya. Reboko Prodo Lobroko Safra Anda Lababa Babahaya. Bombro Dobo Sobroko Dogoboraba Sobroko Dagababa Bahaya. Rebateke Borimi Sopro Dogobori Bahada Babahaya. Lego Breketo Sopro de Hell. Oh, Rabatala Baba Sopro Dogobori Babasata. Rabati. Now begin to say this with me. Don't begin to say, the presence of God floods everything concerning me. I release the presence of God into everything that concerns me. Open your mouth and begin to pray right now. Manta karamando no mosobro dogobori bakatala baba bahaya. Rekada baba ramasota kabahari basoda. Lekoroto sobro dogobori baba bakatala baba sata. The presence of God. I release the presence of God. The reign of God's spirit. I release it to everything concerning me. Ere bakata kababa kata kabakoto no mokori bakata baba kodoro badaria. Rabakata kababa kosa brakata la baba basobro dodo badaria. Manta kababara masombro kodo gobore bakosoro bokodo kabare masondo ekayama mama sata the presence of god i release it into everything concerning me in the name of jesus ikede baba kosi ekoto lobo bori baba kasura mama seya elekete bara masata baba haya open your mouth pray fervently I release the presence of God, the glory of God into everything concerning me. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Every wilderness is turned to a fruitful field. In the name of our Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we are afraid. We're going to pray and say this. Any area of my life, where I'm expressing a famine of manifestation, I release the reins of God. I release the reign 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 of God's spirit. Open your mouth and begin to pray right now. Man, talk about you. Oh, Rabbi. Is it your business? Is it your career? Is it your health? Your body? You have a health challenge, a health condition. I release the reign of God's spirit. I release the rays of God's spirit. Hey! I release the reign of God's spirit. I release the reign 
Ojo, Ojo, mi makaria bakata da mando enderebosata. Ere makata kababa babasata. Ero bokoto kobro dokobori bakasata. Eketele bobori bakata. Ramandere bekoto rabahaya. I release the rain of God's spirit. Oh, the wilderness is turned to a fruitful field. The wilderness is turned to a fruitful field. The wilderness is turned to a fruitful field. Uramakata la baba bahaya. Anamasukata la baba baba bahaya. Ramakata ramakoro mosopro da ramasanda. Egede bogobori baba basata. La baba baba Rataka baba 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 sata rabahaya. Remakata ramakori basa prataka baba haya. Come on, marakata kabaria. Le robo kosori baba sata baba haya. Ere makata kababa baba basata. Ramakata kababa rabakotoro bohriya basata. Le ronda rahaka da baba yehi. Borondo koproto kobari bakata ha. Balandere bosa. Raba baba 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 haya. Raba baba 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 kasa prada da baba baba bahaya. Lerombra hasa. Raba bakotombra da da bahaya. Oh, bara baba basa taka baba bahaya. Remombra hasa taka bahaya. I release the rains in my career. I release the rains in my finances. I release the rains. I release the rains. I release the rains upon my children. I release the rains. The rain of God's spirit. 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 Open your mouth and pray. When the rains fall, the discomfort is gone. When the rain falls, the heat is gone. When the rain falls, the crickets and, and all the canker worms and the worms destroying the crops are gone. When the rain falls, when the rain falls, I release the rain of God's spirit. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Join your hands with the neighbor. I'm going to pray and say this with me. I have received the grace for supernatural enlargements on all sides. On all sides. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Supernatural enlargements. Supernatural enlargement. Enlargement in capacity. God has made room for me. God has made room for me. Supernatural. Supernatural enlargement. Supernatural. Supernatural enlargements. Supernatural enlargement. Supernatural enlargement. 
You have just listened to a message by Reverend Dr. Femi Olalea of Oikea Christian Center. For other messages, visit our website at www.oikeacc.org. Remain blessed.